So, so tell me, am I being ridiculous? I mean, Lyle won't be here for a few shows because he's on his uh, victory lap, you know, Carillon victory lap and school reunions all over the place, everywhere from Dorchester to Colby. And uh, so I, I fixed up this lamp here to look like uh, just on his camera there. It's on Lyle Cam. It's pretty close. I mean, the beard isn't quite right. And the glasses, well, those aren't his reading glasses. But uh, they are good for 3D if he ever has to read 3D. But it's actually, that's his little device he wears there to answer the phone. And uh, someone is standing by right now to take your pledge. And uh, but that lug he'd never wear a lug nuts. That's that's Lansing lug nuts, that cap. But it looks kind of anyhow. But in, yet in Toto, it doesn't resemble him at all. The kidney has a very special place in the heart. Crazy about you, baby, but I just ain't got the price. Crazy about you, baby. Kidney stew. President loves kidney stew. That's all he eats. And them taco bowls. How are y'all? Good. Good to see you. If I could, I'm sure it would be good. And uh, it's Eddie Cleanhead Vinson. And that's kind of his number there. That he made famous. And everyone forgot ever since, but it's been, it's a great Eddie Vinson. Eddie Cleanhead Vinson. He is a sax player. That's why you heard a lot of saxophone on There was more. I had to... The open, there's an opening thing that goes like for several hundred bars because uh, he's a saxophone player. 
So he's, that's what he's going to do. I had to get to the kidney part, the kidney stew part, to be relevant to today's news. Although I don't understand the thing about uh, kidneys. Well, suddenly, every day it's something with him. You know? Trump is, I mean, all used to say about me, every day there's something with him, meaning me. But I think it was him all this time. Every day there's something with kidneys. All right, I mean, it's, kidneys are important. And it's nice to have two of them. Well, you're probably wondering where Lyle is and why there's a lamp there in his place. Uh, it looks nothing like him. <laughs> looks like an old rocker, doesn't he? Very old rocker. Psychedelic glasses. But uh, he's on his victory lap, uh, as, you, as you may know. Uh, he's, doing a, uh, he's saying farewell to the Carillon for some reason. I was worried about it, but he assured me it was just that these dates came up at these churches. And so he'd do those, and he just called it that. It was a little nod to me, because that's as they told me at the end of my public radio career. I had four months left. They said, take a victory lap. So it's his victory lap. So it's good, though. And coming up today, uh, he, we, can, we have a, a Lyle tracker, actually. I put a device on his reading glasses. He didn't notice it while he was in the bathroom, as he is for a long time, uh, most days. And um, I put a tracking device on it. And uh, we can actually turn on the Lyle tracking device. Here it is. And it's, a, it's an amazing device because it works with an ordinary gas station map. Nope. Oh shit, I got the dinosaur tracking device by mistake. Well, it's the same principle. Yes, so this data that's coming up now. On Where is Lyle? He's on 13. He's moving towards uh, the affected area. On highway 13. And, uh, okay, that's all we have with the tracking there. For some, he maybe actually went into Wisconsin Rapids there. We lost the signal. But I'm sure we'll pick it up again. So he will be going up 13 through Wisconsin Rapids, or around it, I don't know. Might as well go through it. What's the difference? And uh, then he'll be, uh, that's past Nakusa there. He doesn't, don't take the Nakusa exit, Lyle, if you're listening to this, and I don't see why you would be. So you go up to, uh, you're going through Randolph, it should, well, wait a minute, then are you on 34 then? Okay, isn't there a way of staying on 13 the whole way? Yeah, maybe I got off the highway here. Oh, yeah, 13 actually go, it, it turns west out of oh, Wisconsin Rapids. Okay, so don't go through Randolph. You should go through Vesper and Pittsville. And then it goes north again uh, just after Pittsville. There's actually nothing there, uh, so don't look for anything to tell you. 13 goes uh, north. It goes uh, through absolutely nothing until it gets to Marshfield. And then you go, you pretty much have to go right through Marshfield. It, it shouldn't take you more than seven minutes. And uh, you go past Y, and then you head Y over to V. Well, you're still on 13, okay? But you're still on 13, but you're, you're, you're looking for V. But you don't have to look for it because actually 13 takes over V and goes up uh, past Spencer, Unity, Colby, 
And then uh, I, this is a problem we're having with tracking him. Actually, is we don't know whether he's going to uh, Colby or Dorchester because they were, you know, they joined the schools together. I think Lyle went to Colby, if I remember this right. The cheese, I think he was a cheese head. And the Dorchester, I don't know what they were, dragons or something. Uh, but then they joined them, but and somehow maybe he was in Abbotsford. I think it was more of a menage, these high schools. Menage, uh, Dorchester. Dorchester, Abbotsford, and Colby. Uh, but anyhow, he should be there. I think you should be on the road now. It's not a short trip. It's, you know, it takes, the way he drives takes him about four, four to 15 hours. And uh, that's for the Dorchester Colby uh, 55th reunion, which would have made it, what, 18, in the 1890s, I think, was their graduating class. And uh, it's either in Dorchester, Colby, or Abbotsford. Uh, and it starts, I, th I want to say it's an afternoon start because, you know, they want to get their sleep at this point. And uh, there, if, if you happen to be there, you want to come to it, I, I'm not sure that you could because there was, you had to pay for the meals in advance. And uh, there's a fee. But it was all the, the graduates, actually their mothers cooked all these meals, so it's really quite exceptional. You got fish, chicken, or something vegetarian, uh, and I don't know if they will be dancing, but it's very unlikely, I would say. So that's coming up, let's say, in the afternoon there, if you're around there. Is there someone at the door? Paula, we don't have a show today. You have to go away. No, you can stay. You can stay. There's no coffee, there's no donuts. No coffee? Honestly. You know what? Paula came. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. There was no show. I don't. I have. I brought a cup of coffee. You can have it. And I can figure. I got a piece. How about a piece of fruit? Would you like to take a piece of fruit? You want to eat your banana then? Okay. And uh, well, just give me a second, and I'll turn on because I don't have the speakers on there. So this is this is me and Paula today. Hello, Paula. Let's see, what did you miss? Nothing. Just Lyle tracking. We're Lyle tracking. We don't know where he is. He was, we lost him on Highway 13. I have a tracker that I attach to his reading glasses. So, but uh, he'll be there. It's fine. I'm not worried about him. And uh, let's see. In all the news that isn't, the upcoming Alexa robot is waist high and takes commands. That's about right. Headline of the week, uh, not from The Onion, morale collapses at the White House after Trump rolls over in census fight. Imagine that, a morale collapse at the White House. Uh, baby boomers trying to sell their dream homes can't because underachieving millennials can't afford them. But it's not their fault, of course, it's the boomers' fault. So it uh, serves us right. It's complicated, as the kids say. That's my status. Uh, the House passes a bill re requiring Trump to have a reason for invading Iran. And a pretty darn good one, something better than a kidney, you know. Uh, Starbucks will no longer sell newspapers in its stores. That's a good start. Now stop selling coffee. You know, I don't know about, you know, I'm thinking about the, the, the young people. <laughs> 
today, what you call your millennials, saying it's all our, the boomers' fault. I don't know. I've, Paula, I feel like I'm pretty woke. In fact, I woke four times last night alone. That's, I'm overwoke. I am woke to the max, as we kids like to say. I'm way woke. Way woke. In his keynote speech to the Trolls Summit at the White House, uh, Trump thrills with, you'll have to pry my retweets from my cold, dead hands. Oh, it was really, it was brilliant. It was so presidential. I don't know what to say about it. Acosta out, R. Kelly in as Labor Secretary. I gotta do it again because I said Secretary, and I'm not trying to do an accent. Acosta out, R. Kelly in as Labor Secretary. Turns out uh, Google workers spend most of their day sharing the juiciest OK Google, so you might want to rephrase some of those inquiries you make to OK Google. Uh, OK Google, for example, will often respond to a badly worded query with, what day is the fat guy that hookah he got old? And then it'll give you a shitload of information, pretty interesting stuff about hookahs. Siri, by the way, will flirt with you, but uh, Alexa won't, so it's up to the individual IPA. Intelligent personal assistant, if you must know. Trump calls Paul Ryan a long-running lame duck failure I couldn't get out of Congress fast enough. Finally, something we agree on. And what did Ryan say about him uh, in his very delayed response to Trump? Uh, he said, uh, don't call a woman a horse face. I think we can all agree with that. Don't cheat on your wife. Okay. Don't cheat on anything, anything. Come on, I know Paulie was a choir boy, but anything, I mean, you know, granted he does quite a bit of it. Uh, and then uh, be a good person, set a good example. That's right out of the scout handbook. And uh, finally, Trump doesn't know anything about government. Oh, and you do, Paul Ryan, other than when they get out? Dog the bounty hunter loses 17 pounds after Beth Chapman's death. Had he lost it before, maybe it uh, worn a shirt and buttoned it might have made a difference. Psychic says, you can laugh if you want to. I heard you. I heard a little, uh, so you're holding back little things there, you know. You're the only audience I got, kiddo. That's all right. Doing a great job. Psychic says, Amazon Prime Day will open the seventh seal of the apocalypse. Looking forward to that, actually, at this point. In a classic, Trump screw up the ice Gestapo has been mistakenly ordered to arrest all Italians on Sunday. And it's blessed Kateri Teca with a feast day yet. I don't think that saint is Italian, but still, it's a big day. Robert Mueller, public hearing delayed while his larynx is removed. Just in case, can't be too careful. And finally, the long-awaited Andrew Yang presidential platform. Andrew Yang is apparently running for president as a Democrat, I assume. Uh, here is his Yang campaign platform. Term limits, eliminate the penny. Voting age 16, decriminalize opioids, pay college athletes, self-driving cars, and outlaw circumcision. Well, too late any good for me. You know, if that's the Yang platform, I'd like to see the Yin platform. That's all the news. That isn't. I say that's all the news. That isn't. Kidney has a very special place in the heart. Your heart.
Eddie, Cleanhead, Vincent, Old Kidney Stew. Yeah, you had to let the caviar one go. I know that feeling. Not really, but I can imagine. I never actually never had a girlfriend who liked caviar. I don't think. I don't know. I guess we never got to that. You know, caviar thing. So maybe they loved it. Maybe that's why they walked out on me. No caviar. Kidney stew, on the other hand, we never ate. It wasn't a big thing in our house. Maybe yours. Did you have kidney stew in here? It's more of a southern, like a Louisiana stew. First man charged with using case of beer as booster seat for two-year-old. This is in Canada, where I think that's actually a pretty good idea up there. They have a picture of it here. And it's, yeah, it's definitely a case of beer. It looks like 30 cans in there, actually. Don't you think? Uh, Perth County, Ontario, provincial police say a man has been charged after used a case of beer as a substitute for a booster seat for a two-year-old. Uh, they say they stopped a sedan on a road in the town of Atwood, Ontario, around 2.30 a.m. On, on Tuesday. They say the officers observed the toddler seated on a 30-can case of beer. Police said the 22-year-old driver was charged with failing to ensure that a toddler is properly secured in a vehicle. Well, was the seatbelt on is the question. Because if you were on a case of beer, or, you know, 30 can, and you were secured, granted the beer is not attached to the seat. Pardon me? You're going to let them go on this one? Well, and it's Canada. Factor that in. Family and children's services were also notified. Oh, well, come on, we can keep this among ourselves. I've been a millennial therapist for more than five years, and this is their number one complaint. It's not true, because I read a lot of things. The millennial's number one complaint is uh, uh, me. Or, or people like boomers, you know. Now, forget for a moment that I put both my children through college. I started college funds when they were age, you know, they were like three years old, and so the, their grand, my grandchildren can go to college now because there's a lot left over, and plus they stayed in state. God bless them. But I don't like to boast. But let me start by saying that I never expected to be a millennial therapist when I entered the field of psychotherapy ten years ago because there were no millennials, were there? Ten years ago? Oh, I think isn't that sort of recent? Well, maybe there were. Five years into practicing, I began to notice an influx of millennials seeking my help. Now 90% of my patients are between the ages of 23 and 38. The rest are mostly parents of millennials. Okay, so this is interesting too. As a Gen Xer, I've heard all the millennial stereotypes. They're lazy, entitled, self-centered, oversensitive, and unprepared. I don't find any of those are true. They're not true. They just got an attitude that is kind of... But after studying and getting to know them, what I found was a rising generation of smart and highly ambitious individuals. They're emphatic, diverse, eager to make a social impact. There are also many anxieties that hold them back. The biggest millennial complaint on any given day, a handful of millennials would come into my office and express their most pressing concerns. I'm worried I'll never make enough money to retire. Okay, so you're 22 years old. First of all, why is this your most pressing concern? I mean, I can see it. Bad jobs. We've all had bad jobs. You have a string of bad jobs. I had bad jobs till I was 34. I feel like a failure. I don't know if I'm setting up my adult life the right way. Adulting, I know, is a big thing. They invented a gerund for it, adulting. We didn't have adulting, and yet we finally grew up, grew old. and it, You know, you become an adult no matter what you do to oppose it. Believe me, nobody wants to be. I, this is why I'm not a therapist, however. I understand your, your feeling. How do you feel about that is what I meant to say. The, okay, here's the one they bring up most. I have too many choices, and I can't decide what to do. What if I make the wrong choice? This is just neurotic behavior. We've had it in every generation. We had it in my generation. I had a lot of this particular behavior, anxiety. What if I make the wrong choice? Overchoice is, is the modern problem. 
you know, it still is better than no choice whatsoever. However, we were never in that situation. Most of these people, too much choice has its own anxieties. Uh, and decision fatigue, which is a new thing. We didn't know we had that before. Certainly, I had a name for it. I didn't really, everything is fucked up, I think, is what we used to say. Is a real thing, especially in today's world, that we are overloaded with information and have an immense pressure to succeed. There are so many big life decisions to make. Who to marry? Or why to marry? Or what to marry? Or why marry? You know, not who to marry. What career path to take? Or perhaps not take a path, not take a given path. Why not plow a road? <laughs> I'm talking about uh, where to live. Uh, well, okay, that's not a problem. How to manage our money, especially if we don't have any, and so many other options. While having an abundance of choices might sound appealing, studies have found that often cause us to feel stressed and overwhelmed. Okay. Well, I hope that was helpful to the discussion. So uh, a lot of people feel that way anyhow, and uh, you guys are going to be all right. You're very smart. I have a lot of confidence in you. Very creative. Just uh, figure out what you want to be doing and then uh, try to get to that point. If you don't know what you want to be doing, then uh, try to figure that out first. And then uh, trip over the right thing in your business, kids. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for listening. That's all. This is our abbreviated version of the I'm filling in for myself on the summer until Lyle gets back. And we have him very close to Colby now on the map. And I'll, I'll update you as necessary. Thanks very much. And I'll talk to you soon. Next week, as a matter of fact. And uh, how about a little John Tulane? Mm -hmm.